Hey, it's Dr. John Terry, the Black Belt Leader, and welcome to another Words of Wisdom Wednesday, where we take another look at leadership insights from the Bible. Now, whether you're a person of faith or not, the leadership lessons contained in the Bible, a record of over 6,000 years of human history, gives us an insight into the outcomes of good leadership, bad leadership, poor leadership, and great leadership. There's a lot of lessons we can learn from the past if we're open and willing to learn. Now, we're in the book of Exodus studying leadership lessons from the life of Moses, and this week we want to pick up in Exodus chapter 14. Now, to set the stage for where we're going, there have been a series of plagues that have erupted and have really wreaked havoc in the land of Egypt. Pharaoh has relented to allow the children of Israel to leave to go into the wilderness to worship their God. And in Exodus chapter 14, verse 5, we pick up the story. The children of Israel had left the city with all of their possessions and had gone out into the wilderness. Verse 5 says, when the king of Egypt was told that the people, talking about the Israelites, had fled, Pharaoh and his officials changed their mind and said, what have we done? We've let the Israelites go and we have lost their services. Remember, the children of Israel had been enslaved to Egypt and they were being forced by Pharaoh to build his city as slaves. Now his slaves are gone and they come to the realization after the fact that as a leader, he made a wrong decision. Now, what does that tell us? Leaders often regret decisions they make under pressure or duress. Now, Pharaoh realized after the fact, after having gone through nine plagues that, according to Exodus, were brought by God upon the children of Israel, that he finally relented and said, Moses, take your people and leave. So Moses did as he was commanded. But Pharaoh realized after the fact, the decision he made did not serve his needs because the workforce that was doing the work to build his city and his monuments and was doing so without having to be paid for was no longer there. Now, the leadership lesson for you in this passage is this. Good leaders don't react emotionally. They don't make emotional-based decisions that they later regret. Good leaders take the time to think through their decisions, not just making decisions with their heart, but with their head as well, and thinking through the aftermath of that decision so that a leader responds, they don't react. Let me say that again. A leader responds prudently and deliberately. They don't react emotionally. Now, after the children of Israel had fled, they'd gone into the wilderness and they found themselves with the desert behind them and before them was the Red Sea. Pharaoh, being upset, gathered together an army of 600 soldiers and with chariots began to pursue the children of Israel. And as he approached them, here they found themselves what appeared to be trapped with the desert before them, the armies of Egypt closing in and the Red Sea behind them. The people began, of course, to be afraid as they saw this massive army coming towards them at breakneck speed on chariots, and they began to speak their fear to Moses. Here's Moses' response in Exodus 14, verse 13. Moses answered the people who were crying out because they were afraid. Here's Moses' response. Do not be afraid. Stand firm 
and you will see the deliverance the Lord will bring you today. The Egyptians you see today, you will see no more. Now, I want to focus on that first statement that he made for the second leadership insight of today. Notice how Moses answered the people who were afraid. His immediate response, do not be afraid. The leadership insight from that is this. Good leaders remain calm. Even in the midst of chaos, even when it looks like the world around you is about to come crashing to the ground and you are in a situation that appears to be a no-win. And notice that even as Pharaoh's army, 600 battle-hardened soldiers descending upon the Israelites in chariots, notice that Moses remained calm and collected. As the one who modeled leadership, he did not allow his people to see him afraid. Instead, he stood as a rock, a firm, solid leader, calm, collected, and focused, ready to move the people forward and take decisive action. Now, that's a leadership lesson in and of itself because when the pressure is on and the stakes are high, good leaders are always going to remain calm and they're going to steady their people. Now, let's go back and revisit that same passage, but let's look at the second half of the verse. Notice in the first part, he said, do not be afraid. Then Moses comes back and he says, stand firm and you will see the deliverance the Lord will bring you today. The Egyptians you see today, you will never see again. Now, not only does a good leader remain calm in the midst of chaos, good leaders demonstrate confidence and they rally their people. Notice what Moses did. He responded to the fear that his people were feeling and they were experiencing in the moment. And he responded by giving them confidence and giving them hope. Understand as a leader, confidence is contagious. And when your people see you standing calm, standing steady, and you are steadying your people, you are calming their people, and you are speaking confidently, this is what we're going to do. These are the next steps in the process. When people are in that uncomfortable place where growth happens and they're being stretched to reach or achieve a goal or an objective that may seem unreachable, they need to know that their leader is confident and that their leader believes in them. So understand that this confidence that Moses demonstrated that you as a leader should also demonstrate it is contagious. When your people see you as confident, they see you as ready to move forward. They don't see you shaking in your boots, afraid that you're not going to be able to get things done, but you are standing there with your face to the wind, ready to move forward and take on the unknown. That confidence is contagious and it can actually overwhelm feelings of dread and fear in others and replace fear and anxiety with peace and confidence and security. Now, let's pick up and let's finish with one last passage, and that's Exodus 14, verse 21 and 22. Then Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and all that night the Lord drove the sea back with a strong east wind and turned it into dry land. The waters were divided, and the Israelites went through the sea on dry ground with a wall of water on their right and on their left. Every time I read this passage, I think of the Cecil B. DeMille movie, The Ten Commandments, where you see Charlton Heston standing before the Red Sea and extending his hand and his staff, and you see the water roll back, and this incredible special effect that they did for that movie just 
beautifully visualizes what we see in this story recorded in the book of Exodus. But what's the leadership lesson from this that we can pick up in verse 21 and 22? It's this, good leaders always find a way forward even when there appears to be no way. Now remember, Moses and the Israelites found themselves trapped with the Red Sea behind them and on the other way, facing if they were going to go back into the desert, here was the army of Pharaoh closing in to capture or potentially kill them if they did not return to Egypt. So Moses took decisive action, obeying what God had told him to do earlier on in the book of Exodus, and we see Moses creating a path to lead his people forward. Now, for you as a leader, there's a similar lesson for you to learn here, and that's this. When you and your team are facing unsurmountable odds, and it seems like the deck is stacked against you, and you look like you've come up against this roadblock, and there is no way to go, there's no way to move forward, good leaders always find a way to win. They find a way to go over, under, or around an obstacle, giving their people an opportunity to move forward and to achieve their goals or objectives that have been set for them and realizing that they are capable of saying, doing, and becoming so much more. Hey, I hope you've enjoyed today's leadership lesson from the Bible. And if you are a fan of leadership, whether faith-based or not, let me encourage you to check out two of my video channels, YouTube or Rumble. Channel name is the same, Be a Black Belt Leader. You'll find the Be a Black Belt Leader channel on YouTube and Rumble. And I have a podcast on Spotify with a new lesson posting each Thursday. Spotify podcast is named Black Belt Leadership. Now, if you are a fan of the Bible, let me encourage you to go visit my website, Be a Black Belt Leader. Go to the courses area and you'll find an icon that says Leadership Lessons from the Bible. It's an email series of 10 unique stories of individuals in the Bible that demonstrated exceptional leadership and life lessons we can take from it, just like you're getting in this session right now. And while you're at my website, Be a Black Belt Leader, in the courses area, be sure and look at all the other free and paid content that's available. And if you want to be a better leader, let me also mention my book, Black Belt Leadership 101. This was a number one new release in April 2020, and it stayed on the Amazon Top 100 list for nearly six months. So this book is available, and it's an incredible resource for learning and developing personal leadership and understanding what it takes to be a Black Belt leader in life. That book is available through my website or on Amazon for $17.99. And if you're interested in going a little bit deeper and understanding more of what it means to be a Black Belt leader, there's a master class available on the website as well. 10 video training lessons. There's 10 modules there, five video lessons in each module, 11 downloadable worksheets, and 50 downloadable audio files. That's also available at BeABlackBeltLeader.com. While you're there, don't forget to like and follow me on all my social media where Monday through Friday each week I'm posting tips, tools, insights, and resources to help you become a better version of who you are and what you do as you discover, develop, and deploy your own unique Black Belt Leader. And let me leave you with this. Everybody's leading someone somewhere right now, even if the only person you're leading is you. So don't just be a leader, be a Black Belt Leader and live your life with Black Belt Excellence. Hey, it's Dr. John Terry, the Black Belt Leader. 
Thanks for joining me for this Words of Wisdom Wednesday. Have a great day.